Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, no, no. Last tackle. Right on the goal line. Wakeham kicking out North Luma's way. Here comes Dayden. Scrapper. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. G'day, guys. Welcome to the Sunday sesh on Inside Fantasy Sports. Round 18's in the books of the NRL. What a week. Bloody hell. There's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk about, and uh, we're here to wrap up all things NRL Supercoach for round 18. The show is brought to you by The Standard Squeeze, bringing you products to help you drink responsibly and conveniently on the Supercoach brain, and the Supercoach Matrix is with me, as he always is. How's your weekend, mate? Yeah, good. Um, oh, went down. Actually, listen to this. Have you ever exercised and just felt awful after it? Because today... I was down the Gold Coast and I went, I'm going to go for a run. Yeah, the handy little 3K, got my groove on. Anyway, feeling fit. Yeah, everybody else on the Gold Coast ran like 43Ks today. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a real kick in the nuts, to be honest. To be fair, usually I'm not a runner. I'm not a good, like, long-distance runner, man. You give me a 100-meter sprint and I'm sweet, like I'm pretty quick. But anything over 500 meters, I'm dusted. I'm no chance, so... <laughs> But usually when I'm in the gym, I don't regret a workout. But I can tell you what, once I've done a long run, I usually feel pretty ordinary. So yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, I did uh, a short run and I felt ordinary. So <laughs> Yeah, no, feels. I'm not very fit at this point in time. Not running fit anyway. But, uh, mate, we're not here to talk about running. We're here to talk oh. about NRL Supercoach. And, uh, you know, I guess there's plenty to talk about, all the winners and losers from round 18, mate. Uh, for everybody who's on, thanks for joining us. Drop your questions for the week just gone or, or let us know how you went in the, <coughs> in the chat as well because 
there will be some massive scores this week. Massive scores. And uh, I'm looking in my leagues at the moment, and I'm trying to work out what par is, and I can't really get a gauge. But honestly, I reckon par could be 1450 as a minimum. Maybe I'm, I'm a little bit shallow on that. How did you go this weekend? Yeah, so not fantastic. I think I got 1350, 1346 uh, before updates. And yeah, look, things just didn't really go right. I didn't straight captain Nico, even though I vice captained him. So brought him in, had to cop an AE, probably not the worst thing in the world, and just didn't, I suppose, have those the other guys that got 170, didn't have drinky, didn't have didn't have Ponga. Um, even though, yeah, nearly consider both those guys some of my guys. But yeah, just just missed out on a couple scores, was a bit disappointing. Had all the normal guys that got you know, your 90s and that. But, yeah, just just a bit of a different week. Yeah. I finished with 15-11, and I still feel like it wasn't enough. I don't know why. Like, it's one of those weeks where I feel like I prop like when you see so many 1,600-plus scores in the leagues that you're in, you start to panic a little bit and think, fuck, like, how far off the ball am I? Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll probably see green arrows, but it just doesn't feel like I will. We're also in some pretty good comps too. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there's not too much there. Yeah, I, I think I'll see a bit of a bit of red, but it might not be as bad as what I think it might be top twenty percent, might be top twenty five percent or something, even though right now it feels like a stinker. And I think the longer the season goes on, the less I mean, the more gap there is between teams and the less movement there is week to week. So like, you know, at the start, if you have a really good week in the first, you know, eight weeks or whatever, you might even go up four or 5,000 rank in one week. Whereas the longer the season goes on, the less you're going to get those big jumps. So, I mean, I felt like I did okay last week. I went up 200 spots. Uh, it'll be very similar this week. I'd love to get into the top 3K, but that that's kind of being ambitious, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, mate, before we before we jump in, let's talk Standard Squeeze. Standard Squeeze, the, the major sponsor of the podcast. Uh, head over to standardsqueeze.com, guys, for 15% off. Use the code INSIGHT15. I've got my uh, – I've already put some Coke in it. I've got my uh, four-in-one right here, and I've actually got my squeeze bottle right here that you can just squeeze, and it fills up the 30-mil chamber. Just get, pop it straight in there, and you're ready to rock and roll. So live pour on the pod. Can't get any better than that, can you? <laughs> All right. Now, uh, Shark, actually, before we go into the teams, did you know that this was the first week since round 16 of 2004 that there was 350-plus scores in the week? Yeah, right. Yeah. Fun fact for the week, mate. So I've got something about the about the West Tigers. So after okay. 80 minutes, they're <laughs> over. Oh, they're over for 74. Um, how do you reckon they can go in the next session? Yeah, no, um, pretty yeah, good. I mean, like, I think for the rest of the test match, they'll they'll do okay. Yeah, none for 74 is a really good start by the opening batsman there. I think it's uh, Jareen Buller and David Norfolk are in at the crease at the moment. So, um, yeah, who's not, Stafford Tyra coming in at number three. I'm not really sure how he's going to go at first drop, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he goes. Uh, I mean, we're yeah, in true match fashion at the moment, aren't we? Uh, fuck that was poor. It's a, it's it's been a rough week, man. It's been a rough week. from from being a Tiger supporter to then also not having any Cowboys in my Supercoach team. It was just a bloodbath. There was nothing positive yeah. I could take from that at all. Can, can I? So I've I struggled a bit this week. We have a look. Let's just see all the comments. Troy Vickers gave Maddie a touch up. <laughs> we go we go. Azza wants to know. 
how do I go <clears> this week against Regan Hoga? And then Regan Hoga pops in to just ask me how I went against Hoga's heroes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, everybody's here to give me a spray. Um, you know what? You got me this week. I, uh, yeah, I lost four of my six leagues. So, <clears throat> for, I mean, at the start of the year, if you scored 1346, you'd be pretty bloody happy about it, right? If we said you scored 1346 and lost four out of your six leagues and you just got champed live on air I on just, it as well. I which just is got brutal. live champed. Yeah, you got live champed live. Champed. That's that's terrible. We might even make some merchandise about that. Live champ. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, mate, uh, we won't rub it in any further. There's a fair bit going on. We might even just dip into the questions at very least, quick or even maybe give a shout At least I'm a, a Bronco supporter and not a Tigers uh, supporter. So, or, uh, or, or Aaron on the other hand. He's a Dragons supporter, so yeah, no, I'm doing okay. Hey, if you're a Dragons, a Bulldogs, or a Tigers supporter this weekend, you just got to bury your head in the sand, don't you, and just completely ignore what happened this weekend? What do you, What do you think these guys are so excited about, Supercoach? Why do you think I'm so excited about Supercoach, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I've been excited about Supercoach since bloody 2011. I think that's the last time we came in from prelim finals. So no good as a Tiger supporter. I, my my son, actually, funnily enough, uh, I bought him a jersey a couple of weeks ago and I thought, oh, I'll just chuck him on and we'll get a photo for Facebook and all that. And um, yeah, that was the first game I've made him wear his jersey. We lost 74-0. So throw that one in the bin and, and let him choose his own team when he's old enough, I think. Poor guy. It's, uh, anyway, there's some massive scores in the chat here, man. Massive scores. 15-51 from Salty. He's had a really good weekend. Got a multi up on the punt as well. Good on you, man. Fourth World scored a 1581. Uh, Liam Med's got a 1650. Man, I'm feeling pretty small at the moment. Let's see what else we've got. Raymond Crane with a 1603. Uh, God. Uh, Troy Beard with a 1606. Luke Roden with a 1594. I thought these guys were in the AFL show with those scores. Yeah, I know. I think they may be mistaking us for the (laughs) AFL show. Troy with a 1650. Uh, Damo's on. Hey, mate. Uh, Melissa Hansen, 1513. 1873 is the highest Troy's seen so far. That is massive. That that sounds like my buy round score for AFL Supercoach. That is <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, 1551 for Salty. 1504 for Mark. 1472 for LK Digital Media. Damo had a zero and got 1388. So there, there are some scores in here that are going to put us to shame. And I'm more than happy to put my hand up and go that there's probably a good chance I'll never win the overall weekly prize. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'll climb the rankings very, very slowly. It's a, I'm, a, I'm a slow, quiet achiever, I think. But, um, mate, let's rip into these games, hey? Sharks 52, Dragons 16. Poor Damo's team. The Dragons are just uh, on a hiding to nothing, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, that was actually a pretty close game compared to some of the other ones. So, um yeah, I thought it was a bit of a shellacking. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a bloodbath. And I mean, look, I VC'd Nico. I wish I straight seed, but I VC'd Nico. Yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, funnily enough, the guy I took the reserve off was my uh, was going to be my AE until today. So Christian Welch with forty, I would have played him anyway. So I feel like thirty one as an AE is really not that bad. Um, I not really upset with it. But yeah, one fifty six for Nico is massive, and it's kind of what we expected from him against the dragons yep. i think his last three scores have been 100 plus yeah so and and like good like a lot of the popular buy-ins this week were like ronnie militalo and uh and britain nicker are uh, both getting over i think 90 oh there you go militalo with the 87 nicker with the 97 nobody had um had moylan and nobody brought sloan in so um yeah, pretty happy for those popular buy-ins too to come in. You need them for this week. You need them for next week and um, and banging out some fantastic scores. 
Yeah, those three guys are the guys you want from the Sharks. I think Nico, Nicara, and Mulatalo. And I, everybody was looking at that right side for the Sharks this week, considering the Dragons' left edge defense is the worst left edge in the comp. We're thinking that maybe Katoa and Ramian would have a big game and they've got 29 and 49. So it's it's funny how, you know, you can do all the research in the world and you can look at all the numbers in the world, but at the end of the day, sometimes it just doesn't play out the way you think it will. So no love for Katoa. I also had him for a double on uh, Thursday night. And unfortunately, that was the only leg of my multi that I missed for about 500 bucks. So <laughs> thanks thanks to the right edge of the Sharks. Brit Nicker and over 44 and a half for me. So uh, yeah, pretty happy. Nice little dub. I like it. Hey, how about Tyrell Sloan, 86? Have you seen his last three or four scores? Yes, I have, but I purposely don't want to look at it. <laughs> I look at it because I'm like, you know what? I need some content to talk about on the pod, for one. But he's gone, okay, his last four scores have been 59, 82, 66, and now 86. I just like. I just want I'm you to know that's a, that's a three-round average of 69. Ooh. You should have told me this beforehand because I could have played the giggity. And now, <laughs> now I'm a little bit giggity, late. Giggity, giggity, yeah. All right. I didn't know. I looked it up. I was trying to avoid looking at Sloan. I usually do. But yeah, he did get that fantastic, what was it, 90-meter try with a line break. Like, come on, he's going to score well after that. Yeah, he's done okay the last three weeks. I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole. But no, he's done okay. He's done all right. Uh, Sifa Talakai, a, a bit of chat in the comments here about the fact they think he was a bit stiff to get 82, which I, I kind of agree. I feel like he definitely deserved more than 82. I didn't look into the stats specifically on, on where yeah. he gained or lost points. So I think he just didn't get the try assist on one of those ones where I think it was Moylan's handed it to him and he sort of, you know, obviously collected, drawn, passed it straight on and, um, yeah, just didn't get the try assist. A bit stiff, but they've been doing that. Unfortunately, yeah, they never give it to the little tap on, do they? They always give it to the sweeping 5'8 or whoever it is out the back. So, uh, yeah, 82 for Talakai. Will Kennedy, 75 as well. I think there was a few people looking at Will Kennedy as a bit of a pot option for the Sharks. So he did he did okay this weekend. Got a little bit of a late try. I mean, who didn't get a late try, really, for the Sharks? Yeah. But uh, a try in 75. Look, I know we're a super coach podcast, but what do you think of the Dragons coach saying, hey, guys? Look, there's the door if you want it. Except you, Ben Hunt, you sit back down. <laughs> Just you, sit back down. I'm. Uh... There's the door. If you don't want to be here, there's the door. Except you, Ben, not you, not you. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to set a standard and take a stand that they're not going to be walked all over. When you get somebody come to you right and they say, "No, nah, I want to leave. I hate your shit show of a club. They're rubbish." Basically, which is what Ben Hunt's done. I want out, you know, and, and yep. um, you know, as soon as Hook leaves, that opens the door then. It's like a revolving door. Like as soon as Hook leaves, it opens the door for everybody else. The dominoes start to fall, right? That happens in, in every job. Um, I feel like I'm I'm happy that they didn't let him go. And I know that you're probably, as a Broncos supporter, a little bit disappointed about the fact that you don't get Ben Hunt for the rest of the year, which I would be too. But I still don't think it's the right, I don't think it's good for the league. I don't think it's good for the NRL where you go from last place Dragons team that look like a shambles to going to a first place Broncos team that are genuinely contenders for the title. Like I, I just don't, it just doesn't sit right with me and we haven't really spoken about it much on the pod, but I'm, I'm kind of glad it's played out the way that it has. Yeah. 
Look, and and that's fine. I just there's no consistency there. Like everybody's okay with TPJ going to the Panthers and that happening. Um, just suddenly, as soon as it happens this time around, hey. But it's okay for other people to be shown the door and just leave if if you don't want to be here. That's all. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you on that 100%. The TPJ thing wasn't right to start with either. That's exactly the same scenario we're talking about now, right? Yeah. Except just, oh, it's okay for the Panthers, you know? So, yeah. no, no, I agree with you on that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh, we could talk about it all day. Probably shouldn't. Yep. We're a super coach podcast, so we'll just move <laughs> on. Um, how about uh, let's talk contracts again because Zach Lomax is another one that basically has been told to negotiate with other clubs in 2024. Like, how do you take that as a Dragon supporter? Because personally for me, Lomax has been one of their best aside from when they chucked him on the left edge. Like, when he's been on his right edge, he's one of their best players. Super talented. Take Ben Hunt out. He probably is their best – oh, sorry, their most talented player. Sorry, say again? Take Ben Hunt out of the equation. Zach Lomax is their most talented player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Completely I don't, agree with you. Not – hasn't performed up to his standard, but I tell you what, if he was in a Penrith system or he was in, you know, one of these other systems of one of these top teams, tell me you're not looking at him if you're the Raiders or someone. Like, I'd take him at the Tigers every day of the week, Zach Lomax. Guy's got a bit of oh, mongrel yeah, no. in him, good goal kicker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I feel like he wouldn't go there. He wouldn't know when to go to the Tigers now, not after getting drubbed 74 0. It's good. Jesus. Can you imagine we're looking at, we're trying to sign, fuck, we're getting off target here. We're trying to sign uh, <laughs> Latu Fainu from the Manly Sea Eagles, right? The, the next big thing. Everyone's talking about him and Samuel, his brother, and we've got his brother also playing cup for us. So, like, the family's already in in the Tiger system. And um, imagine watching that this weekend and going, holy shit, these guys want me to play there for the next three, four years. There is no way in hell I am going yep. to this shit show. Like, I don't blame them at all from not even contacting us or talking to us. But anyway, yep. let's move on. Let's move on. Warriors 6 lost to the Rabbitohs 28 in monsoon conditions. And I know a lot of people actually ended up sitting the likes of Damian Cook, Sat Alex Johnson. I was I actually sat Alex Johnson. Uh, I played Cody Walker, luckily, but a lot of people sat Cody Walker as well. Um, what do you take of this game, mate? Bit of an anomaly. Um, look, Alex Johnson showed his class. Um, just just held on to it in these conditions. But you look at it at a game like this, and you see the weather report, and you go, "Hey, it's probably going to be a massive game for the best front rower." Or, and the best second rower. And if you have a look at the top of the, um, if you have a look at the top of the Warriors and the Rabbitohs points, you've got Cam Murray and you've got Tohu Harris. It's probably just that those centres did a lot better than than probably expected. I sat AJ. Um, I dropped him as part of the loop. Obviously, should have sat Nick Meany. But anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to the storm. But hey, Rabbitohs are back, baby. The Rabbitohs are back. I mean, it was a matter of time before they're back. They weren't going to continue to play this badly for the rest of the season, were they? You know they were going to come good at some point. I didn't actually expect them to come good, though, traveling to New Zealand against a red-hot New Zealand Warriors team. So interesting week for them to turn up. Uh, Cam Murray, 86, played well. Walker, 79. AJ, 66. Cook, 60. Torhu Harris, 61, was the best of the Warriors, unfortunately. Um, Let me ask you this. Cam Murray now. One score, everyone's going to start talking about him again. We know how this works. He's going to be in the top five most bought. 
you know what? Upload that deleted TikTok that we, that we have saved in the uh, <laughs> in the back burner. Um, Melissa will be happy that uh, that she's she was looking about at trading out Cam Murray. I reckon about six or seven weeks ago, and I just went on a rant saying you could hold him through the period. He's that talented. Well, he is that talented, but yeah, I just don't know if the super coach points are there anymore, or just the way that he's playing that ball playing uh, lock. He just doesn't seem to seem to be doing getting through the workload at the moment. So, and look, without the try, I mean, he got the line break and he got the try. What's that? Twenty seven points, right? So, like, or twenty nine points. So, without the twenty nine points, he scores sixty seven, which is still good. Uh, yeah. No, my maths is terrible. Fifty seven. Um, like it's still good. Can I can I put it into perspective? Cameron Murray is currently four hundred and sixty-seven k. Crazy. I I borderline just want to grab him and stash him at that cost. Like, I mean, I've got five decent two RFs at the moment, and Matt Dury, and uh, <laughs> Matt Dury is going to stay there the whole year. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great party. Um, it could have been it could have been the Cardi party as well, but, mind oh, you, but I picked Dory at the start of the season. Ch- That's probably I changed it at show. the pub the day of the first game. Bryce <clears throat> Cartwright into yeah. Matt Dury. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But yeah, four sixty seven K Cam Murray. Imagine trying to. I mean, I I don't blame anybody to go and get him at that price. That's all I'll say. Uh, the problem is the Rabbitohs buy, the draw coming up is shit. Like they've got two buys coming up around twenty and twenty six. We've spoken about it a million times. We won't go on it, go on about it again, but. He plays two less games than everyone else. This could be zigging when everyone's zagging. And you mm. getting a guy for 467K, a guy that you buy in for 467K at the moment is not a guy you need to play every week. No, completely agree with that. But he is a quality of play you would play every week at a discount. Yeah, exactly. I don't hate it. Melissa brought in Nicara for Murray this week. And hey, look, I still think that's the right play. I still think Nicara scores more than Murray for the rest of the year. He's going to play two more games than him. Just cost 200K more. Yeah, but that's okay. I'd rather pay 200K and have a bit of assurity, I guess, around the player I'm bringing in. So don't hate it. Um, I sat AJ, like I said. Some sat Cook and Cody, which is interesting. Uh, I found the most interesting part of this game was in the monsoon conditions, it was super, super wet. 92% completion rate for the Rabbitohs. 92%. You don't see those kind of completion rates in normal dry football let alone in this kind of mud puddle that it was on, on the Friday night. So very impressive, very impressive for the Rabbitohs. AJ scoring a double in the corner. Usually you don't see the ball shifted that far, but um, full credit to the Rabbitohs. They played really good footy. Um, I'll tell you what I was very, yeah, full credit to the boys. I was very happy about the fact that CNK, Sean Johnson, AFB, DWZ, all the acronyms in the world all flopped this weekend because I don't own any of them and they've been absolutely ruining me every single week for the last okay. month and a half. I got a I got a message from some poor girl and she's had um she's had Nico in reserve with a straight C on Sean Johnson instead. Oh that mm. is that not nearly the biggest swing you've ever seen in your life. That hurts. That hurts a lot. Especially when you've also got guys like Pong are getting 170 odd or whatever like yep. Yeah that sets you a fair way back. We're not we're not panicking on anybody after playing in these conditions, though. Like, we're not panicking on CNK. We're not panicking on, you know, Richie Kenner. We're not panicking on anyone. It's just Sean Johnson. It's just one of those weeks when 
you didn't expect the halfbacks and the fullbacks to score well. No, not in no, not at all. Hey, um, I've got a question for you, and I guess it leads into our next game as well because a lot of people brought in Damian Cook. Mm-hmm. Back when he didn't get named in Origin, everyone's like, yep, this is going to be a bargain. I'll jump on Cook for the Origin period. And then he obviously got named in Game 2 and shot everybody's plans up. But yeah. the plan was always to go from Cook to Grant. And I think mine mine originally was, and I think a lot of other people were as well, they want to go from Cook to Grant for the run home. Do you even need to do that now? Because, I mean, what, Grant got seven – what did he get? 73 this week, right? And Cook got 60 in 60 minutes off the bench. Do you really need to trade out Damian Cook if you're a Cook owner to get Harry Grant for the run home? I suppose it just depends who your other hooker is because there's going to be a couple games where you're going to have to play that other hooker. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. You are right. So, yeah, it's depending who your other hooker is and you're looking at round 26 and round 20. I've got Reid Marnie. Reid Midney. Sorry. Pronounced his name wrong. Uh I feel like I can hold Cook with Marnie as my second hooker. I feel like maybe if you've got like a, a Sonny Luke or, or someone like that, like you're in you're in trouble. I feel like round twenty twenty six, you're in you're in deep strife. I'm honestly getting in Grant this week, but I don't have Cook. Oh, not this week. This week. I'm getting in Next Grant week. the week after. Yeah, I've just just made the decision in my head. Sorry that yeah. I was watching the game and I was just like. Grant is coming in. Um, I've got Reese Robson. I, I saw that game. I saw Reese Robson score after they put on like what was it, 140 um, on the Tigers. So yeah, it's time to go, and it's it's Grant. And if I have a choice, I'm going that. I suppose it's how many trades you've got and whether you think it's worth the trade. I think Grant is still a must. I think Grant is a must-have for the run home. Have a look okay. at his last seven games. Have a look at the fact that. Cook misses two. You're probably going to have to play. Does Reed Marnie have a buy in round 20 as well? Not 20. Uh, let me have a look. I'll have a look. Um, Jamie actually wouldn't go Cook or Grant. He uh, would rather go with Cody Nicarima. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, you know what? A week ago, probably about two days ago, I would have said that that's awful, but Hey, it does look like does look like JMK is not going to be back. Yeah, I mean we'll cover so that when we talk Dolphins, but yeah, that's yeah, that's a big, a big play. But point. JMK not being back actually means more minutes for Nikarima, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I just double checked. Bulldogs have a their last buy in round twenty three, so it's a solo buy, which is good. Yeah, uh, which means you can cover. I don't hate. I don't hate holding Cook then. Reed yeah. Marnie is capable of punching out a 70. Yeah. I mean, at a floor, you're going to get 40 odd or maybe 35, 40. Like, yeah. it could be worse. It's a hooker's garbage this year, anyway. So, um, yeah. Storm 16, Panthers 34, mate. 16 uh, nil to the Storm, start the game and then lost 34 16. So, uh, a bit of a drubbing there in the end. Panthers kind of wore them down in true Panthers style. Uh, Isaac Tungo, that you. Set on the pod maybe about three weeks ago now is starting to kick in for you. 118. He played quite well. Got a couple didn't of tries. Get him no, we ne- we never do. We just talk about it. <laughs> the the problem is we we make all these calls, but we can't go and make five trades a week like Supercoach no, won't let us, unfortunately. No. So, but but yeah, Tungo was fantastic. And it, when you go have a look at Taruva's score, um, it just goes to show that this man does not 
have the pass button on his controller. <laughs> he does not. It's broken. You know when people play with like, oh, sorry, my R1 doesn't work on my PlayStation yeah. controller. I can't, I can't pass. I can't icon pass properly. That's him. Um, Stephen Crichton, 80. Uh, Grant, 73, we mentioned. Nelson Asofa-Solomon is an interesting one at 82. He got this weekend, and he's playing on an edge at the moment. Obviously, that's because Eli Katoa is out. But is there a world where they potentially keep Nas on an edge? Because if if they do, I'm very interested. No, but did you hear the rumors that Eli Katoa could be out for three or four weeks because it needed surgery? Yep. yep. So that's, you know, you've got job security for that amount of time. And Nelson Asfa-Solomona played really well. But it's not like they're winning with him there. They're still bringing Eli Katoa in it second row yeah i think so and, and look when nas you know when, when ellie katoa comes back nas moves into the middle again like he always has so it's not like he drops to the bench or anything they'll just move him back into the middle of the field so yeah could be which could is be fine. worse he's just, he's a perfectly serviceable third front row forward yeah and definitely wouldn't be relying on starting him every single week but i think like at what's he at 520k or something like that i mean i don't yeah, want to spend that money yeah I don't want to spend that money in my front row forward at this time of the year, but he's coming off a 90 and an 82 playing yep. on an edge. Imagine Nelson or Sofa Solomona running at Isaiah Katoa for the Dolphins. Like that, that's the kind of matchup that we're going to get. Like small halfbacks, Nas is going to be running at him and he could e- easily get isolated one on one with one of those smaller halfbacks. Like it could be Tri City for him. Yep. So anytime try scorer for you punters out there might be a play for Nas over the next maybe two, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, the, the flops now, I guess the losers of this game, Cam Munster, Nick Meaney, uh, Dylan Edwards, Senior Taruba, all yep. uh, sub 40. What are your thoughts on these guys? I mean, you, you've got Meaney, so maybe a little bit more relevant for you. What are you doing with him? I'm honestly considering trading him out. Um, he doesn't look 100%. I just noticed there was big bomb. He gets it just where you would normally run back. He's just looking to pass off just not really getting too involved. The Storm haven't looked their usual best. Yeah, I. it's probably time to go for Nick Meany for me. Um, I noticed in the disappointments you didn't mention Will Warbrick. <laughs> How is he? Uh, is he? Do people actually still have him? Did people get yeah. him in after he's 160? No, I don't think they got him in. I think people are just holding him. At least he covered – he actually just covered like his minus 40 break even this game. <laughs> so. Minus 30 it was. And yeah. he got 10. Cool. Yeah, so. cool. Just covered it. Just co- no, I, I thought there was a worry there for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, – no, I mean, look, we said this was going to happen. You're going to get the ups and downs when you're playing a guy like him, even Xavier Coates. Same thing. People are riding the high of Xavier Coates over the last two, three weeks, and he's come back to earth. So it's kind of what we expected. Um, I already asked you about Grant. What about Munster? Is is Munster now a must-have in the 5'8"? Because now we've got guys like Kalen Ponga coming off 176 or whatever ridiculous score he got today. We're, you know, And people then also have Cody Walker, who got 79 in the wet. Like, do we yeah. need Munster? No. I think he's proving not to be a must-have. I am still pretty positive that come round 20, I want a piece of the pie. Mm. At that price, he's not even that expensive. Like I was talking about AJ Brimson being a great buy at 520K. Like honestly, uh, Munster's going to be sub 550K. I'm going to be getting Munster um, and I'm going to be getting Grant. They're my two trades in round 20. 
let's call it the Cam Murray effect. When a quality player, no matter how bad they've been playing, gets to a certain price, you pick them up on pedigree. You don't pick them yep. up on form. So I and think at, at the very least, you can screenshot your team at the end of the year and say, have a look at this team that I have. Oh, it's so stacked. Even if Cam Murray gets back up to 600K, you've got Cam Murray as your 6-2 RF. I mean, you're yep. balling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going to um, make a great Twitter post. <laughs> Raiders 26 in the next one, beat the Titans 22. I'll tell you what, the Raiders just love letting teams come back into the game. Uh, and the Titans love fading in second halves. So it was a little bit of an interesting one. Uh, I'll tell you who I hate not having, David Fafita. Oh, I thought you were going to say Hudson Young. Also him. And also Tino. <laughs> uh, like th- there's so many of these guys I want, you know, but David Fafita is number one on my list round 20. As soon as lockout happens on round 20 and he gets through origin unscathed, fingers crossed, Fafita's in my team. Don't care what yep. it costs. I mean, the good thing is he'll lose about another 35K. So we've got him at about a 70K discount or something from what he was. When we he just sold. thought he was going to drop 200K. Like that's what I'd planned for. Yeah. So um, it just Didn't shows happen, he, it? it just shows why you want him. You know, he scored 500s in a row. Really? 500s. In, I think numbers. it's five. I know. That is know. Steve Smith numbers. Bit of, bit of the Don. Bit of Donald Bradman about David Fafita at the moment. Uh, no, sorry, I'm wrong. Uh, minus the six, take the 16 out. So <laughs> five out of six games. Anyway. Brings his average to about 80. So It's like Donald Bradman getting out for four when he could have averaged 100 in test cricket and he got it. He averaged 99.94. Don't ask me why yeah. I know. Bit of a cricket nuffy, but. But, but, but Huddy, Huddy Young, genuinely 540K he was this week and gets a 93. Like sensational. Like I'm, so good. I have mad, mad regrets. I had him traded in and out. And Jeremiah and I in and out about freaking 20 times this week. <laughs> and, oh, I saved the trade, guys. We're okay. I've got 11 instead of 10. Spew. And we were taught, we taught, we spoke about it Tuesday. And even when we did our run home pod, we spoke about Hudson Young. And we're like, fuck, I really want this guy. I want him in my team. I might just grab him anyway, even if he gets picked in origin. Or just take a punt and maybe he doesn't get named next week. Like He plays origin. He has to. He has to. I don't think he loses his spot. I think he's part of the future of New South Wales for the next, you know, decade. But, yeah, it's hard not to own him. And also, you as an owner, that'd suck even more because you, you had to move him out after he got named in origin, which was unexpected. So that kind of sucks. But I I probably, like, going back this year, I sort of towed the line. I didn't expect Reese Walsh to get picked. I didn't expect, like, Hudson Young to get picked. Um, I probably spent a bit too much time trying to guess the Queensland and New South Wales team. But when you're trying to, you want the best players that aren't playing in that. And, uh, yeah, got burnt. You win some, yeah. lose some. That's it. Mate, Salty wins some. He listened to you and got Hudson Young and held him the whole time. So be very happy with that one. It's a shame he won't play next week. And then also he won't play the week after, right, because Canberra Raiders have the buy-in round 20. So, I mean, you're going to miss him for a fortnight, but he's a hold for the season. So that's good. that's good player for the last what is it, six or seven weeks? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, the other two, Tarpany, 80, which is a great score for, for Joseph Tarpany, very well-owned. Um, Corey Hawes for 71. So he'll go and make his new uh, Queensland debut next week yep. as well, uh, or week after next. Uh, so good on him. Uh, owners would be feel a little bit stiff that he won't play next week. But um, anyway, is what it is. It's hard, uh, like you 
you like got this player because they're you consider them really good and then you're disappointed because somebody else thinks they're really good yeah yeah it, the pod factor disappears a little bit doesn't it yeah uh aj brimson 54 i feel like he seems inches away from a big score like he's just in everything for the titans isn't he everything i was so disappointed but watching him much like when I watch like a Reese Walsh play or something, just really happy I own him because, yeah, like one week he – a genuine VC option every week because Titans are playing pretty good footy. Yeah, they are. I mean, they always score well. It's just a matter of their defense doesn't win them NRL games. So yeah. from a super coach perspective, they're a they're great team to have a few players still, invested in. They're still like ninth or tenth, which I feel is a successful year for the Titans. Compared to last year, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, he should play for Queensland, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the Queenslander. You reckon he plays fullback oh, for the Queensland in game three? I mean, as much as you'd hate to say it as an owner, do you think he plays? Look, yeah, look, again, towing the line of really good players that I didn't think would be playing Origin. That's <laughs> why I kept Reese Walsh. Um, probably, you know, didn't why I didn't get Ponga. And um, then I bring AJ Brimson in and... Look who's playing Origin. No, like, Paulie, he has to play Origin. I think they called Ponga, and he said, nah. Boys, yeah, he was sticking true to it, what he said at the start. Full, full credit to the Knights, boys. Full <laughs> still out. Yeah, is that actual recording? That sounded like an actual recording from the call. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. Mm. Billy sent it through to me. <laughs> um, yeah, tough. Uh, you've got a, a, a pretty long list. You could nearly write a book on the players that you brought in <laughs> that then got an Origin <laughs> Jersey, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's yeah, bad. pretty much. It's been bad. It's awful. Um, <laughs> um, mate, let me give you one more player from the Raiders that I don't know whether anybody's talking about, but he's a guy that people snapped up maybe six, seven, eight weeks ago. And uh, he was going to be the guy that kind of covered maybe the first buy and then you moved him on. Jared Croker. His last four scores are 65-55, 62-57. Like... Can you ask much more for a guy that you picked up at 240k or whatever it was that he was that he cost? He plays he plays round 19. I mean, I I wouldn't bring him in now personally. I think he's going to be nearly 500k this week, but like for anybody who still has him, continue and just hold Jared Croker for 19 and then just let him continue to rise in price because I reckon he's probably his his price might go up into the mid 500s if he keeps this up. Especially yeah, if the and, Raiders continue to score points. And think about who you can turn that into. Like yeah, that could be Hamiso Tabuifado straight swap. I mean, if he goes back to fullback, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you got that Has caliber go of player, which I think he will go back to fullback with um yeah. with JMK being injured. So yeah, I think Nikarima has to go to hooker now, doesn't he? So uh, they won't play back. race down there. Wouldn't, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Wouldn't have thought so. Um, very quickly, guys, if you missed it at the start of the show, the Discord invite is now in the chat as of this second. So for anybody listening to us on audio, hop on our YouTube, you'll see the link in the live comments. We'll also drop it in the delayed comments for you. But um, in the Discord, we've got all sorts of sport, NRL, AFL, Supercoach. We've got BBL coming later on this year. We've also got the NBA fantasy starting to ramp up, Maddie, and you're, you're pretty heavily involved in the NBA stuff. So yeah, uh, got a few episodes coming up, don't we? Yeah, do, doing a show on Tuesday with Robbie K. Uh, well, from AFL, we're from NBA, but yeah, doing it, doing it with Robbie K. Pretty excited to, un, I suppose, all that free agency movements today. It's there's been a lot happening. Um, yeah, I get just as excited about that as I do my footy. And uh, yeah, you should check out my new logo. 
straight fire. Bit of Memphis jersey going on, I think. Yeah. From what I've seen. Um, hey, let's oi, there's one thing we need to talk about right now because I don't know whether we've talked Daddy about does. it yet. <laughs> no, Dame Lillard requesting a trade. What's going yeah. on there? What do you what do you do you, do you reckon he ends up at Miami? Yeah, 100%. He gets what he wants. Yeah, I think he has to, doesn't he, from what he's done for Portland. Like, they're just going to try and yeah. facilitate a trade to where he wants to go. So, yeah, very interesting. All right, mate, let's move on. Cowboys, 74, beat the Tigers, zero donut, um, which was a really fun night for me. Um, I, I actually struggled to write out all these scores that we're going to talk about. So, uh, Tom Dearden, 171. He was on 124 at halftime. Like, yeah. Tom Dearden, of all people. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater is the one I want to talk about. 158. Last week we said at eight, whatever he, what, what was his price? 873k or something last week. Yeah. And now he's going to be nearly a million dollars in Supercoach. Scott Drinkwater of all people. Yeah, wild. Can I just mention somebody? This yes. Simon Brown bloke um, managed 1500, but brought in Dearden this week. Put the C on Dearden. No, oh. I I talked him out of oh, it. He called me. me. Yeah, okay. He called me and I talked him out of it because oh he put it on Nico. Like <laughs> I feel so too sorry for him. But he brought Dearden in, minus ten break even. Big super coach player, but not a massive it's actually a really good advertisement for us. Doesn't watch a lot of NRL, but mm-hmm. likes to watch the trends and everything from Supercoach and listen to the to the pod because uh because I know him quite well. And um yeah, doing doing really well. We'll enter the we'll enter the top five thousand this week, um, and brought in Dearden. So well played. Yeah, man. nice. Good on him. That's one of the best trades of the week for sure. <laughs> Good on him. One hundred seventy one. That's crazy. Um, I actually, I'm gonna I want to share. Uh, we will talk about the Cowboys Tigers game first, but I want to share one of the guys in the Discord, and he might even be listening on on delay or, or whenever he watches this later. He usually watches most of our shows. Um, and and a move that he made this week. It's probably one of the biggest balls moves I've seen in Supercoach this year, and it and it played out perfectly for him. So I'll talk about that very soon. Uh, Murray to Alungi one thirty seven. Not really worrying about him. Val Holmes though one eleven. Your boy, you spruked him last week, and you told everybody last get time. him this week, otherwise he's out of price. And now he's way far out of reach for people. Yeah, and and I like the writing was on the wall with Val. So I hope. Because Val isn't that well owned in the top five percent, that he is—he's my ticket probably into the top four or five thousand. Um, yeah, praying and hoping, but yeah, that—that's a move I made to to try and I suppose enter the chat. So <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, Semi Valame one ten, Nanai eighty four. Those are the other two kind of notable scores. We spoke a bit about so, Nanai. He's got three eighties so, in a row. I don't mean to jump in, but. Valame got updated to 117 and then I got updated to 106. No so, way. So Fuck I'm a me. very disappointed Nanai. No, no. I wanted Nanai. I wanted Nanai so bad. I just couldn't go straight from Schuster to Nanai. And now I don't think that I will ever pay 600K for Nanai. So just uh, Drink water also updated to 173. Yep. Jesus. Okay. Nanai 106. No, I was going to say he got Scott. 380s. Scott, not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I hate close. Close. He, Comparisons are very similar at the moment. I know. I mean, Jesus walks on water. Scott drinks water. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'll tell you what. He, Scott drink Walter is back. He is back. 
He is back. Scotty he Drink Balter is back. Do you remember when we were calling him Scotty Drinks 4X Gold for a while? Yeah. And then he's evolved again. He's back. I love it. He's back. I love it. Um, Nanai scored 80, 80, and 100 in the last three weeks. He'll play Origin next week, obviously. But hey, like rounds. He 530K. Yeah, cheap. <laughs> cheap. And I must admit, you got me on this one. I You said it to me when he was cheap, and I'm like, nah, not a fan. Now he'll be, he what would... will he be? 600K. Yeah, you wouldn't so. add him to the run home show. <laughs> no, you added him in. You added him in. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, but funny enough, I have him in draft. I drafted him. I don't think he's a shit. I don't think he's a plotter. I'm I'm very happy about how he's going. He's doing well for me yep. in draft. But yeah, I I just felt like maybe there were other options. But hey, I was wrong. Put my hand up when I'm wrong for sure. Got a lot of Olakawatu and uh, and Hudson Young about him. Like yeah, he's he tri dependent. You've got to be prepared to ride the roller coaster. But honestly, I don't even want to talk about him anymore because he's <laughs> out of reach for what I wanted to pay for him. So, mm, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, next one, mate. Your Broncos beat the Dolphins twenty four sixteen. Corn on the Cobo, one hundred and ten, mate. He he had a good one. He got a hat trick. Uh, I saw your little tweet out there with the corn on the Cobo. <laughs> Uh, Herbie Farnworth, 103, Nicarima, 91, which is why a lot of people are now starting to look at Nicarima as a good um, option, which, hey, I can't argue with that. So so updates have happened. So that's yeah. um, so that's uh, Cobo, 116, Herbie Farnworth, 108, and mm. 95 from Cody Nicarima. Also, I just want to jump in before you start talking about your next thing because um, you were saying Payne Haas was a bit disappointing. Um, 79. Yeah. Got 79. So, um, yeah, the Supercoach dogs, uh, dogs, they were the Supercoach <laughs> dogs, and now they are the Supercoach gods, and they've delivered. All right, let me give you a stat right now. This that, just got religious. This is, this is <laughs> yeah, I might have to clip a few bits out of you. I might offend some people. Um, <laughs> Painhar 79 only made 14 tackles, 14 tackles as a prop. Now, his points came from 16 points in tackle breaks, 12 points in offloads, 30 points in hit-ups over 8 metres, 7 points in hit-ups under 8 metres. And that was where all of his points came from. No errors or anything like that. No penalties conceded. Good discipline. Uh, The guy's just a beast. And honestly, I'd argue that you need him or Tino for the run home. One of the two. You can't go without either. Talk to me because I spent four hours in the car today. Mm. Talk to me about, um, about the injury concern. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, they said hamstring. 
So they, they've they've gone and said that uh, he pulled up a little bit sore and there was a hamstring concern. There's a fact that maybe he might miss uh, Origin 3, which as a New South Wales supporter, I'm shattered because he's one of the only guys I actually had confidence in as a New South Welshman. Uh, he probably is this, wants to is, play for a better team. But is this the whole, actually, it's a dead rubber. Why would the Broncos risk their best player, uh, or sorry, their, one of their best players, to play Probably a dead rubber best. with that's worth nothing. I mean, Reese Walsh is up there. Uh, Justin Bieber, sorry, he, he's up there, mate. He's he's pretty good. But uh, no, no, I Payne Haas is the Broncos' best player. So, yep. why would you risk your best player in a dead rubber? That means nothing. Yep. And so that's my. I mean, maybe that's where that comes from. I don't know. Yeah, I and like, look, you'd like to think that he would, you know, play Origin if he could. But I tell you what, if he did have a little hamstring niggle, but he's actually not that bad, it's an easy out, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I'll still pick him up as soon as he's back. I don't care. He's one of those guys, I think, that uh, once you see it, maybe I'll see a week from him, uh, depending on his break even and what that looks like next game. Might try and pick him up then. Because I've always wanted to do Preston to Haas and then bring Torhu down into my 2RF. That's always been in my head the way I wanted it to play out. So Yeah. So, so I'm in a bit of a dilemma. Because I spoke about it on our run home show. Like, I wanted somebody really safe in the second row. Um, Like, I wanted to pick up, and I was hoping that one of these guys held out. I've missed the boat. Probably not on Hudson Young, but I've missed the boat on Nanai now. Um, I've already got Olakawatu. But I wanted somebody really safe. And Paddy Carrigan and Isaiah Yo both scored 43 and 44, respectively, this week. Um, Mm. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, I don't know. I just like I just felt like their floor was sixty, and they go and get forty four against the Dolphins, and um, admittedly forty three against the Storm. I might just have to lean that way. I don't know. It hurts a bit. It That's does. my ego. I still think they're great plays, and I don't think it changes what we've said on the run home show about either of them. I mean, Isaiah Yo and uh, Paddy Carrigan are both quality players, and I think their minds are on Origin throughout the last six to seven weeks. Like it, it's, it's hard to, you know, yes, they're professional athletes, but they're going to be thinking about the biggest stage. They're going to be thinking about origin. They're going to be thinking about playing for their, their state. So uh, uh, the Queenslanders are going to be determined for a sweep. They're going to come out there and all guns blazing in, in Sydney, wanting to take us three nil. And I really hope getting into origin chat now, I really, really hope that we don't fuck around with our team too much. And I hope that we put our best team on the field to try and, not get swept. Um, a lot of people are calling for mass changes and oh, the, you've got to blow the team up and you've got to think to the future and all this kind of stuff, which I understand why they're thinking that, but you go and do that, you're losing 3-0. Yep. Yeah, so. if you don't play Teddy at fullback, you're losing 3-0. If you play <laughs> Teddy at fullback, you're losing 3-0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still losing 3-0. With, Teddy's not the, the determining factor in this one, I don't think. Um, hey, tell me about uh, Jeremy Marshall King. Because Sorry, I think I lost you there a bit. But anyway, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about Jeremy Marshall King because you're the one that broke the news. I actually didn't even see it or hear it, but um, it's clear that Bennett maybe has said something in the press. I've lost him a bit. Anyway, uh, I think his uh, internet's lagging a little bit, so we'll wait for Maddie to kind of come back into connection. Um Piakura was a little bit disappointing. 32, pretty poor work rate, unfortunately, for Piakura. I thought he'd be a little bit better. Maddie, can you hear me? 
No. I don't know if it's me or Brano that's cut out, but either way. Hey, maybe can to... you hear me now? No, can't hear him. That's all right. I think maybe internet's a little bit dodgy for us tonight. Um, we'll see how we go. We'll push on for a little bit. Uh, yeah, Pierre Curry, a little bit disappointing. 32. Uh, I still feel like maybe he's a guy that you just hold on to for a little bit. Um, and Azarko, 50, uh, means he's going to plummet in price. So hopefully we're going to see Azarko nice and cheap in maybe two, three weeks' time. We'll be able to buy him back for the run home. He could be a guy that you want for the run home. Uh, Matty's just cut out. He'll be back with us very soon. He's doing a carbon. Yeah, he was. He was. Well, answer actually, maybe we'll kind of rip into a couple of questions very quickly. Whoa. There he is. He's back. That's saucy. Yeah, yeah. He's back. Um, I tried to cover us, but hey, uh, tell me about Jeremy Marshall King. That was the question I was asking earlier before you lagged out. Yeah, look, I was just listening to the press conference with Uncle Wayne. And, um, oh, I spent the weekend with my dad. So uh, we watch every press conference. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, you ever watch these? I was like, yeah, I do a Supercoach podcast. But anyway, good chat, man. Um, he goes, um, they're just preparing to finish the season maybe without Jeremy Marshall King. Um, I suppose they're starting to think. Like if they're not in finals contention in three or four weeks, I think that they'll just shut him down. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's right. I mean, surely – Surely they are in finals contention. Like they're still in it, aren't they? They're still in the conversation. I'll go. I'll go have a look at the NRL ladder while you keep talking. But yeah, look, I, I'm one. not 100 percent sure. They just, but they haven't pulled together. They really struggled through the Origin period. They are sitting there. They've on lost four 18 in a row. points. Yeah, they they have lost four in a row. Look, let's just. I suppose they're just going to see where they finish in three or four weeks, and maybe Jeremy Marshall King's just. Um, just done. So, yeah, I'm, yep, I'm really happy. I don't. I'm really happy I didn't pick him up because there was a few weeks there where I thought Jeremy Marshall King was the best hooker option. Mm. Um, then he got priced out, and that's why you just don't pick up somebody that after they price out unless they are called David Fafita. <laughs> true, very true, mate. Let's move on. Last second last game, Bulldogs lost to the Knights, sixty six nil. This was another drubbing. You know, it's funny uh, because my missus was giving me all sorts of shit after the Tigers got beaten up the other night. And she's a Bulldog supporter. And that came around full circle to her today. Uh, not that she really cares too much. She's not a passionate supporter or anything. But uh, my father-in-law is a very passionate Bulldog supporter and, and, and a realistic supporter as well, a bit like me. And, uh, yeah, he, he was saying that they were going yeah, for our yeah, record. Your missus has a, um, has a Josh Addo car tattoo, though, right? No, that's my other missus. Your missus has a Josh Addo car tattoo, though, right? No, your internet's oh, okay, cool. a little bit again. Um. <laughs> uh, I guess with this one, man, like Ponga 176, best 146. Like so many scores, over 100 in this one. Fitzgibbon, Crossland, Marju 101. Like that. I mean, no one's looking at Fitzgibbon. No one's looking at Phoenix Crossland and, unless you still held him from back when you got him as a cash grab. I don't know whether you would have played him this week, but here's my fun fact. Here's no, my story for the week. week. My story for the week was one of the guys in our um, in our Discord. He had the VC on Nico Hines. Nico Hines, 156. Obviously, the, the VC loop was in play. He has Bronson Garlic as a hooker. 
And he thought, you know what? I've got 11 as my automatic emergency. Not a great score. I'm going to run the gauntlet on Ponga as captain. And he put the captain on Ponga, even though he had the loop with Hines, 156, and he's gone 176 double. Pulled out the captaincy and ended up, I think, 40 or 50 points ahead. So that, honestly, that is the biggest, one of the biggest ball supercoach plays I've seen in a long time. Going against and, the 156 and- PC loop. And he's like 1800th or something. Like he's very, like a big play. Yeah. He's in the conversation for sure. So full credit to Brent. Shout out to Brent on the pod because uh, I don't have the nuts to do something like that. So good on him. Good on him. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. Harry Edwards. I've got him. Do you still have him? Yep. Only played 40 minutes. Got 31, whatever. Yeah, 31. Uh, ended up being my AE, and I think yours as well. Now, he's going to lose cash this week and probably will have an even higher break even next week. Do we nuff out now? I mean, you hold him for next week. Let's say you hold him for round 19 as a number. Do you then nuff him out or move him on? Honestly, I'm not sure it's worth a trade. It If he's 350, 360, I'm not sure the 160K is worth the trade. Like I might be nothing out somebody higher to use the money elsewhere. It's going to depend on my trades and I suppose where some other guys go money-wise. But I've got a lot of guys leaking cash that I'm playing round 19. I think round 19 might be a bit of a stinker for everyone. Mm. It could be tough. It could be All tough. All the good teams and, aren't playing. And there's also word that Nico Hines and Mitchell Moses could be the halves combo for New South Wales in game Fuck three. Off. There Fuck is. Off. Nico Hines is in the conversation. There's people talking about it left, right, and center. I mean, and look, we take it with a grain of salt. Everybody talks about everything, every combination under the sun at this time of the year. But but I hadn't even considered that. Mm, neither, neither. And look, I'm still glad I got Nico Hines. I'm not. I'm not bothered about that at all. But yeah, it sucks when you you're trying to. Kind of, you, we got Nico obviously for some reason, but then we we have Moses for some, reason. Offs- <laughs> for some reason that he's a gun. And we got Moses as a as a way to offset. So, yep. you know, at least if one of them played Origin, the other one didn't. You know what I mean? Yep. And now watch them both get named. It's going to be a shambles. Look, honestly, I think, like, outside of SJ, there's not much movement there anyway. Like, it's it's one of those blokes. So, Yeah. Uh, unless hey, you're uh, running Phoenix Crossland, you <laughs> magnificent beast. Yes, yes. There's, uh, that is some Back to the Future type shit if you've got uh, Phoenix Crossland. Uh, let me tell you who's off the list completely for me, Jacob Carraz. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> Mark said Bulldogs are all nuffs uh, and you can't have Tigers, Dragons or Dogs next week anyway. Yeah, yeah yep. and hey, there, there are a couple of options, but I mean, one for me that isn't an option is Jacob Carraz. He got 25. Uh, he just hasn't had the base that he had at the start of the year. I'm not sure whether it's the injuries that are still kind of bothering him or, or what's going on. The team is dog shit. And, and they are. Canterbury banks uh, down dog shit. Oh, yeah, it's probably a little bit far, mate. But uh, no, they're not good. They're not good. They're awful. Sure. They're awful. Like the Knights are not that good, mm. and they scored sixty six. Yeah, that is actually that is at, a fair point. At least the Cowboys are playing good footy at the moment. When the Tigers get pumped by them, and the Tigers have shown before that they can beat the Cowboys. Like this is just honestly no the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, let me let me rattle off two names to you and two scores as well that are people that one of them we actually talked about in the run home pod, funnily enough. Tavita Pangai Jr. got 18. How does a prop get 18 super coach points? 
How does oh, that even my, happen? No, because Knights weren't on the attack much in this game. He didn't get the opportunity to tackle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We missed a few. Uh, yeah. And and the other guy that we were talking about as maybe a really, really left field pod was Matt Burton, and he got seven. You know so. what? Matt Burton he, he might cost me Nico Hines and Mitchell Moses because Matt Burton is not playing Origin this year. <laughs> yeah, he's basically lost his spot. I reckon that was his. That utility bench spot was his until this weekend. Oh, awful. And and Raymond Crane's just dropped in the chat that there's some rumours that SJ might not play next week due to a pregnant partner as well. So this round 19 could be an absolute shambles for, for teams with, with SJ guys might miss out. SJ might miss Origin because I heard Queensland are going to be playing New Zealand instead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Now, New South Wales have reached out to all the New Zealand Warriors players and thought, hey, you guys want a game? Like, we'll, we'll work out. We'll work out all the, the logistics in the background. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Because uh... Mo, Mo Fodawaka from Auckland, Queensland is doing really well for us. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, on that note, let's move on to the last game, mate. Manly 18, Rooster 16. This was the game of the weekend, I reckon. This was this <laughs> yeah. was actually a really good way to finish the weekend. Uh, Roosters had a set of six on Manly's line to finish it off and just couldn't, couldn't ice it. Um, yeah. But Joey Manu, 94, at centre, Keeps delivering. Excellent. He, I mean, two weeks in a row, he scored well at centre since he's been back. Like, 5-8 just didn't work, and I'm really glad that they've gone back to centre. But did you notice what they were doing with Manu? They were actually sending him back to fullback on the tackle five, getting him to yep. run the ball back. So I found that yep. really interesting. He's kind of playing like a partial fullback role um, on kick returns, which is really interesting. So yep. that, that's great for Manu. Uh, if you're not a Manu owner, does that change things for you now? Does he become yep. nearly almost a must-have? Yeah, look, I'm lucky that I have him. Um, I had considered trading him out and then, like, just started playing good as soon as I said that. Um, I think he's must-own for the for the run home. Yeah. It's funny. We were talking about uh, Manu and everyone was saying, oh, he doesn't look himself. He hasn't been great. And we bought him when everyone was talking about the fact that he doesn't look great and he doesn't look himself, right? And he's cheap. It's, and it's worked out beautifully for us because we bought on pedigree. Another perfect yep. example of we bought on what we know he can do, not what he was doing. And yep. um, I feel like there might be a few more opportunities this year to buy on blokes like Cam Murray, who we know what he can do and not what he is doing. Yep. Um, perfect example is Joey Manu. Jeremiah Nanai, Hudson Young, all those blokes that were in the early 500s. How good would you be looking right now if you jumped on? All these guys, super cheap. So uh, one guy that's not cheap and has a massive break-even, Ruben Garrick, 84, uh, only half of his okay. break-even and you still hold. Yeah, that's fine. Um, James Tedesco. Uh, he, it's, he did sound like he was in everything. Uh, sorry, I was I was in the car listening to it. Uh, Ruben Garrick sounded like he was in absolutely everything. So could see updates? Yeah, I think you will see updates. Probably not as high as 100, but maybe he might sneak into the 90s maybe. Yeah. Um, James Tedesco with an 81. Uh, yeah, good. I, I watched the game. I, he still doesn't look himself, but I mean, look, he gets involved enough to kind of rack up points. So I'm not looking at him. But If you told me at the start of the year that Manly Warringah versus the Sydney City Roosters would be 12 versus 13, I would have called you a liar. Mm-hmm. It's been a weird year. It's been a very strange year. Um. Schuster, 43, avoided the AE nightmare territory, I guess, this week for, for everybody who held. I sold him on purpose to try and get myself 
uh, away from the AE nightmare that is Schuster, and he went and put up a 43, and he also set up the try, the winning try at the end of the game. Uh, Fourth World's asking us, what do we do with him? Mate, do we he think was he's on still... A, he was on about fucking 20. Like, he was honestly on about 20 till he set up that try at the end. Like, he's not a hold. You dodged a bullet this week. It's yeah, time to go, Josh. Ultimate junk. The ultimate yeah. junk points. Oh, it's not junk because they were still in the game, but, like... Just like, how do you play 77 minutes doing nothing? And then, yeah. I don't know. Oh, but that's, it's... I think that's what you're going to get from him more often than not, though. I think you're probably just, he's so attacking reliant that whether it's the 77th minute or the third minute, that's how he's going to get his points. So if you're confident that he can go and do that regularly, hold him. But I'm not. I like to loop on occasion. Mm. And he gets eights. He gets he sevens. He gets nines. The first game, the first three or four games, I think he he averaged fifty or sixty, and he got that hundred or whatever, and he had a base of nine. So like, yep. a base of nine doesn't fill me with that much confidence if Manly have a bad game. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna tr- well, I moved on Schuster this week on purpose for that reason. And I Schuster's gonna bad. Schuster's gonna be gone before Harry Edwards, because Harry Edwards is going to get a thirty or a forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, Jake Turpin, your boy, the bowl cut. He he got grade one HIA this week, good head knock. So he'll miss next week, unfortunately. But the Roosters don't play round 19 anyway. Um, yep. So he, he's fine. He doesn't miss a game. So that's all good for him. Good job, um, Last one for me, Ola Kawatu. We've both got him. He's going to hold price with a 50 at 550K. So his price won't move at all. Can people still jump on? Still happy yep. with that price for people to jump on? Yeah, probably. I would lean towards Hudson Young over Ola Kawatu as an owner. Um, just keep in mind that he's not playing the next couple of weeks, but maybe, maybe just wait. Like Ola Kawatu is not playing next week either. Just get Hudson Young instead. Yeah. I mean, imagine if Hudson Young doesn't get named in origin. Oh, 100% Straight in. in. I might Straight have to move Ola Kawatu because I don't have the traits. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's straight in my team if he doesn't get named for sure. Uh, all right. That wrapped up games, which is good. We got through that in decent time, only an hour. We usually fucking rattle on for a, a lot longer than that, so that's good. Uh, Mark is saying he's looking forward to Tin List Tuesday, aren't we all? Uh, we'll know who's in, who's out, who's in origin, with the call-ups we weren't expecting. Uh, beers? Yeah, there's going to be a bit going on. And, and uh, hey, we don't call it Tin List Tuesday for nothing, do we, Matty? There, there's, there will be beers. I, t- I tell you what, I really treated myself this this week with actual proper beer. Glass. Yeah. Oh, our glass. Okay. Yeah, good. Mm. No tins. No tins. Stubbies, no tins. Yeah, good. I like it. I like it. Yeah, there will be plenty to talk about on Tuesday. We'll be live as always after team lists. So tune in Tuesday. And uh, yeah, Lyle, uh, Talakai, everybody seems a little bit rorted by Talakai. He's in everything and got downdated. So yeah, I, I don't know how that played out, but uh, I'm not a Talakai owner. So I'm not necessarily never, too bothered. I, I said I never would be. Uh, Robbie's asking if Dillbags is going to be back next week. So, at, I mean, look, at this stage, just because the no-fault stand-down has been dropped doesn't mean that he won't, that he will or won't play. Uh, I think he'll be sitting out for the season, personally. We're, we're just waiting on an announcement from the NRL or from the Eels as to what they're going to do with him. So Yeah, I'm not really going to say too much, but I do think that it's probably a bad look if the Eels do play him. Like, obviously, from a football standpoint, from a super coach standpoint, you hope that a player plays, but I think it's a bad look for the Eels if he plays. So. 
Yeah. Yeah, look, we, I mean, we won't go and make the decision for them, obviously. It'll be up to them, but I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, so yep. we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Mate, what are your early trade thoughts? Are you, have you thought much towards next week and what that looks like for you? Honestly, not really. It's really hard with the teams that are playing. Like The fact that I am not going to get a West Tiger in ever, it could be like a Ronnie Mulatalo or someone again. Like, it could be a Parramatta player. Yeah, I I honestly haven't had too much of a chance. Uh, The people I do want out are Nick Meany. I was considering Robson, but he did get updated quite sweetly during the show. I was going to have a rant about how bad Reese Robson is, and then he got updated from, like, 40 to 66. So uh, I'll hold that for another week when he gets 40. Um, Yeah, look, really hard. I'm just going to wait for TLT and hope enough arrives because next week could be the perfect couple nuffs to set myself up for a couple of round 20 trades like your Harry Grants, your Cam Munsters, Fafita's coming back. Uh, yeah, I need to save some cash this week and it just depends on TLT. Yeah, bit of chat happening as you were as you were talking about your thoughts for next week, which is good. Mickey Delaney's in the chat, the uh, one of the co-hosts of the AFL pod. Loves deal bags, big Mick. Um, and, and also, uh, I remember he made this call once on the AFL pod. Someone jumped on and asked a tr- about a trade for Dylan Brown on the AFL pod. And they're <laughs> like, who's Dylan Brown? And, uh, Mick just took a swipe and, and kind of, I was talking about Dylan Brown earlier in the week in one of our chats <clears throat> and he's like, yeah, Dylan Brown for VC this week, actually a really good play. And Dillbags went and got 120 or whatever, uh, and, and did really well. So he's a big fan of deal bags ever since he made that call on the AFL pod. So thanks to, to Mick for hopping on. Uh, Mark thought you were sculling a bottle of vino there. Mate, we don't get, do we get that aggressive? Would you call it? Uh, we'd have to change the name of the pod on Tuesday, wouldn't we? If you were sculling red wine. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I have had, um, I did do a pod where I drank seven tins. So um... <laughs> yeah, we had fun. You had fun. I didn't drink that pot either. Fucking hell. That was yeah. fun. You were just trying to rein me in. <laughs> yeah, that no, was good. We enjoyed ourselves. Uh, everyone's saying deal bags is going to be back next week. Honestly, no idea. I haven't. If, if people have information, we don't. I'm not quite sure. But yeah. from what I've seen, I would say that he won't be back this year. But anyway, that's just my take. That's my opinion. My thoughts on next week, I'm really not sure either. I'm a bit stuck on it like you. I'm feeling like maybe next week is just enough week where I make one yeah. trade is enough to set myself up for round 20 trades. It's kind of my only move. I've gotten 15 currently, and that's relying on one of Moses and Hines and also relying on Cody Walker to play. So I could end up with 13 if if neither of them play and they get picked for origin or some something weird and wacky happens. But I want to wait until team lists to have a look at someone that potentially could play round 19 and drop out completely. That's the ultimate enough. So I'll wait until then. Um, if there isn't anybody, I might honestly just nuff out someone completely and just go Billy Smith to Jack Howarth and just free up 150 K for next week. Yeah. I don't need to make any trades to get people in this, this yep. coming week, which probably so, doesn't help anybody listening or watching, but um, no, that, I need people. Thoughts. Yeah. So, so I need people that play so that maybe that young fella from, um, from South who scored uh try on debut. Uh, maybe he's somebody that comes in. Yeah. Look, I'll just be looking for a guy like maybe that Newcastle bloke pops back in uh, that one that uh, Dylan Lucas that played a couple of weeks and then dropped out. Um, yeah. Look, it'll all, I'll know by the time TLT happens. 
Um, basically, when TLT drops, I'll know exactly who I'm getting in. And if there's no nuffs, yeah, it might have to be a bloke like Jack Howarth. Or, you know what? Because I don't have the luxury, I might have to spend up to somebody who's 300K that plays or 320K and cost myself 100K to get some points on the board. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, it's not the worst situation to be in. I mean, at the end of the day, if you get some points for next week and they nuff out, great. It's a win. I mean, and Richie Kenner, do you have him? Because we've been talking about no, him, haven't we? I, I, so, so I faded him when it looked like um, I think Tass was out this week, um, last minute, and it just scared mm. me when they said this other fella was popping in just in case he held the spot over Richie Kenner, so. Yeah, Munro was good too. He got 60-odd, but like that could be the ultimate enough op- opportunity, really, Munro, if he plays next week and then disappears. So depending yep. on whether Task gets named, he might be the player at, at center wing at basement price and then disappears. Extra number for 19. Um, let's move on to questions before we wrap this bad boy up, mate. Uh, Fourth World is asking, is Ponga a keep to the end now after today? Could be. i tell you what, I, I wouldn't yeah. want to not own him. That's for sure. Well, I don't own him and I don't think I'll own him for the rest of the year, but it might be through, like, he had a point to prove, but he's not playing them every week. Like, he's not playing the doggies every week. Um, He does struggle at times. And obviously, like, everybody's sort of forgetting about why nobody got him to start off with. It's because he is a a leaf breeze away from a HIA. And, And if he gets another HIA, he'll be gone for the season. Um, yeah, it was I can't a big risk. to get him back at this price. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know a what? A worthy risk. Something that's great to talk about. Mm, for sure. Stephanos is asking, who to trade Campbell Graham out for? for um, uh, so Campbell Graham's obviously out for a, a bit. Uh, he also needs to bring Cleary and Fafida back in. What are your thoughts on a... I'm assuming a downgrade if he needs cash for Cleary and Fafida from Campbell Graham. Maybe one of their wingers. Like maybe the Richie Kenner or Munro, maybe it's somebody like that and frees up a lot of cash that allows you to get Cleary and Fafita back. Mm. I don't mind that. I don't. The Richie Kenner play actually makes a lot more sense to me. I, I mean, the more we see from the Rabbitohs, the more we see Richie Kenner actually probably holding that that spot for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like even at his price now, what's he going to be mid three hundreds? Like that's still a discount on Richie Kenner averaging fifty for the rest of the year. Yeah. So yeah, don't look, mind I it. rate. Richie Kenner's looked really good. Hmm. Is he young? He looks about 40. <laughs> I didn't want to comment on it, but the, yeah, the hairlines are eluding him a little bit, old Richie Kenner. Uh, I'm going to look this up. It's going to be uh, – anyway, we'll move on to the next question. Uh, Salty's talking about Dylan Brown. We'll let that one through to the keeper, I think. Yeah. Uh, Cleary's back round 20. Oh, so uh, supposedly back round 20. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I want to watch. I want to watch him a game or two. We've mentioned that a little bit. I'm going to watch on on Cleary, which is good. Uh, <laughs> there's a bit of chat about uh, deal bags and, and Salty's on delay a little bit, so he's a little bit behind on the comments. So that we'll we'll move through. Uh, actually, wraps us up. I don't see any other questions in here that we've missed. I don't think. Uh, any final words from you, Maddie, before we wrap this one up? Not really. This is one of those weeks where it's really hard to talk about my trades for next week due to the fact that it's going to be so TLT dependent. And I think everybody's trade should be, but I suppose we're looking for somebody that pops in and pops back out. Um, probably looking at somebody like Richie Ketter. I want to save some cash this week because I 
really need to bring in David Fafida and Harry Grant, followed by Cameron Munster in the next couple of weeks. So, I think it's very smart now to start looking at your next month of trades. Honestly, like it's and it's hard um, because we don't know what's going to happen next week, let alone in four weeks' time. So it's, I mean. Don't ever rely on your plans being set and being solid because it, it could just blow up in your face very quickly. As we found through the origin period, it's been tough. But um, yeah, I, I think I, I'm looking at who I want back in over the next two, three weeks. And I'm looking at potentially Cam Munster for the run home. I'm looking at David Fafita as a must in round 20. As soon as he's available, I'm getting him back in. I don't care what he costs. Um, and then I've got a couple of other options I'll talk about in future pods as well because I think... Uh, Harry Grant might be an option um, and there might be another couple of pods. Nathan Cleary, like these guys, you're probably going to want back in your team at some point. So, yep. Mate, that does us uh, for another Sunday sesh. All done and dusted. Uh, big week. Hopefully some green arrows for everybody overnight. Um, always like waking up the next morning and checking. Um, it's all good, Salty. You're all good, bro. Uh, I like waking up in the morning and, and seeing that I've been upgraded 50 points. So hopefully the super coach gods can can do a little bit of that for me and I can be a bit yep. more competitive. But uh, I need a bit of that. I'm just worried that it's going to be on the guys that everybody has, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Like enough. it's going to be on your Garricks and your Manus and who the well-owned know? guys anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Nick Nick Meany didn't get updated, so I'm in a world of hurt. <laughs> On that note, that'll do us. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you haven't, please hit subscribe, hit like, hit follow. Leave us a review if you're listening on audio. We will be back on Tuesday for the Tinless Tuesday podcast. All the best. Plenty of green arrows. We'll see you then. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 